over and over and over again for the truth to sink in, to kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the September 11th edition of Weekly Signal's Weekly Review, a reality-based mash of contemporary events compiled from the world's great newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. I'm Mike Caspar. And now the news. The United States agrees to lift sanctions against North Korea and remove it from its list of states that sponsor terrorism, Mike. That is a very significant development. If it really means anything, I don't know, but what does it mean? It, does. it just means we put them on a list, we took them off a list. That's well, what it I know means there are, to me. I, know, I do know there are economic sanctions involved and all, there are restrictions and things that uh, would, I guess, no longer be in place. I don't know what it really means, though. Are we... Are we going to They're start? on a list. Yeah, they're on a list. They're I'm on my bad list. You know list. what? I think you and I are on a list. So, so what do you, what do you You're mean? on my list. I know I'm on your list, but I'm saying I think, yeah. Israel was fully prepared for the possibility of a conflict in the north, defense officials said. That would be in the north of in, Israel. In the north of Israel. Yeah, yeah. After Syria alleged it had fired on a pre-dawn IAF flight over the coastal city of Latakia, Israeli Air Force jets then purportedly entered Syrian airspace this is more recently, and this is all happening last week. Yeah. The Syrian army said its air defenses fired on the Israeli warplane after it entered Syria airspace and dropped munitions across the border. So we got a tit-for-tat going there. That's what we need is one more war in the, in the Middle East. Can Syria now take North Korea's place on the terrorist list? They pretty much have. They have been on. If they're not on the list, they're they're on the honorable mention list. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they're wow. not on the main list. According to a new poll conducted by ABC News, the BBC, and Japanese broadcaster NHK, seven in ten Iraqis believe the U.S. troop buildup in Baghdad and Anbar province has made security worse in those areas, and nearly half want coalition forces to leave immediately. That's. That's what we got going well, on over there in Iraq. Don't these the, people the, understand what freedom is, is all about? Apparently not, Mike. In most areas, the poll reveals a basic disconnect yeah. between U.S. commanders' view of a steadily improving situation in Iraq and a bleaker outlook among Iraqis. Yeah. We're dysfunctional over there, I think <laughs> would be the word. I assume you're going to talk about the testimony given by... Why is that such a big deal? I don't. I, it's it, just a dog it's and pony a, show, is it a, not? It's exactly what it is. So why is this such a big deal? Because it's a big dog and pony show. It's bringing out. They the, have big dogs, or it's big, a lot of not, little dogs. This is the Great Dane dog and pony show, uh, and so there is something that it's a marker. It is one more, you know, event, public event that will mark the road to hell for the United States in, in Iraq, and. Uh, Petraeus being up there, being, you know, he's the commander of forces in Iraq, and he's now... I have a theory. If his name weren't Petraeus, if he, it were named, if he's, say, Smith... Or Jones. Yeah, it yeah. wouldn't, nobody would have paid attention. Yeah. He does have sort of a a, a, a dignified name, is that uh-huh. what the word you would use? Yeah, so... Um, you know when you play with your mic, I can hear it. Can you hear, did you yeah. hear that just yeah. then? Yeah. I didn't real. I was just pushing on it, and I accidentally... You're but, playing with your mic. All right. Mic. A- anyway, um, and it is something that... Uh, does no one Petraeus make you, you nervous? No, no. Why would he make me nervous? Why I don't know. That? Are you attracted to him in some way? 
No. Oh, okay. I don't know why this is even the kind well, you, the way you were fiddling with your mic. It was oh, suggestive. I see. Well, I was trying. I was moving my microphone. But no. anyway, all that aside, no one believes it. This is just a run out the clock. Another run out the clock maneuver on the part of the administration. He's going to say things. They've cherry picked the information to say what they want us to hear, yeah. without giving a accurate. He already said those things. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? He already said those things. That he's cherry picked. Well, you 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 use a past tense there. I just. Oh well, he is. He's going to say. Oh, no, he said it yesterday. Yeah. He's cherry picked. <laughs> all right. This is very confusing. I am confused. The Bush administration is reportedly preparing to build a military base near Iraq's border with Iran. Yeah. That's that's kind of that that's the news. I would think too, a lot of times they sneak these things well, under. Of course they do. So Petraeus comes out there. Yeah. Did there's he... all this hoopla. Yeah. But he didn't announce it. He that. didn't say no. we're building another military base. It was a report by the Wall Street Journal. And this should be about four miles from the border and in place for about two years. Wow. So even though Petraeus, we'll get into a little bit later about what he called for, but yeah. he's kind of talking about a drawback of troops. Well, that's even that's one of those uh, hide the you know what are the three yeah. three card Monty moves on yeah. their part. Let's have a surge. Let's have and a then su- let's tell people we need to, to withdraw troops. Yeah, and we won't take it back to pre surge levels right. until well two years from now. Yeah, we'll add twenty thousand plus the support personnel, which is another fifteen yeah. to twenty thousand. So it's really forty thousand. And then in a few months, we'll talk about drawing down because the surge has been so successful because fewer Iraqis are getting shot in the back of the head. More of them are getting shot in the, in the front of the uh-huh. head. So therefore, and we don't count those as part of the insurgency. So we're doing better. That's a benchmark right that, there. That, that to me is success. That's the definition of success. Citing improvements in security, yeah. Petraeus. Yeah. He's a top commander in Iraq, yeah. I hear. Yeah. What, is, what does that mean? I got a theory. I'm, and I'm all about flying against the conventional wisdom here. I think that at, in, in two years, the United States will legitimately be able to declare success in Iraq. Within two years? Yeah. Successfully. And I mean, and successfully by their standards, meaning they will have completed all the bases that they want to build. They'll be able to swim in the green zone without a grenade being launched into it. Right, because yeah. it will be the most fortified five square miles in the, on the planet, uh-huh. okay? Uh, and they will have gotten their oil Iraq Iraqi oil bill. Right. They will have five or six permanent air, uh, air, um, military bases in Iraq. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's what they wanted anyway. The rest of this stuff about freedom and democracy and all that stuff, we've never cared whether or not a, a state that provided us with resources was dem- democratic or not. That's never been something we cared about. I think that it, and I also think the sheer weight of the U.S. military will prevail in that sense. In, in Iraq. And we will have been successful as far as they're concerned. So there it is. Until somebody rams a plane into our building. It's never about that anyway, so. All right. It isn't? It never was about that. We all know that. They knew that. They know that Iraq had nothing to do well, with but, 9-11. But what they I, what know I'm saying that. is yeah. that, that that will, again, set in motion a series of events that, that now, could the, put us on yeah, the well, brink. Well, I mean, I, I'm not of, ruling that out. Of, yeah, okay. something right. we might not call success. All right. The FBI cast a much wider net in its terrorism investigations than it had previously acknowledged, Mike. Hmm. Hmm. By relying on telecommunications companies to analyze phone call patterns of the associates of Americans who had come under suspicion. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a suspicious character. I No, I'm serious. I think, yeah, if we keep 
I don't. I don't think you're very suspicious. I'm not a very. I'm very. <laughs> not a very suspicious person at all. No, I am not. I'm. I'm. Unfortunately, they can. They've done a quick analysis of me and figured out. There's no real harm that this guy can do us. That's really. why, why I'm on the phone. I always speak in code. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Did mm-hmm. you, yeah. Did you get, yeah, you know. When I say take the trash out, <laughs> it's time to duck and cover. <laughs> yes. U.S. force levels in Iraq grew to an all-time high of 168,000 troops. Yeah. Oh, and let's but <laughs> so we, let, let me let me try. The, yeah, I'm reading <laughs> that, and they're gonna they're gonna take down the troops. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. And also, let's not forget the 160,000 armed contractors, paid contractors. Well, that's the only thing they're ever going to count anyway. When the troop goes down, yeah, this is the other troop thing. count goes down. The contractors are going up. Yeah. Did anyone ever ask Patriots that? No, and that's what I'm hoping that somebody yeah. will at least bring up the subject yeah. of paid contractors. Uh, in in Iraq and how that's and it, what yeah I mean you want to talk long term disturbing long term trends and that is that we're now we're, there are now private armies that the U S that the U S is hiring to do these things now and they're, and they're not a small amount of people hundred and sixty thousand people in Iraq coalition of the billing that's three I love that three uh, Edison fields that is three Edison fields yes all right a federal judge what do you mean all right yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. Fifty. What do you mean? You're all saying all right. Uh, all right. All right. All right. A federal judge in New York struck a fatal blow to the Patriot Act provision authorizing national security letters. Did you hear about that one? Yeah. Yeah. The ACLU, which brought the lawsuit, reported that the law has permitted the FBI to issue NSLs, that would be national security letters, demanding private information about people within the United States without court approval. Right. So this is a, a victory. It for, is. For the forces it's of a justice. short-lived, but it is a victory because as soon as it hits the Supreme Court, which undoubtedly it will be appealed to, then Roberts, Alito, Thomas, Scalita, Scalia, pardon me, will say, sorry, guys, no civil liberties for you. That deserves a sip of Sumatra. Yeah. This is a Martin Dietrich's. Uh, not you don't go to Dietrich Coffee to get Martin Dietrich. No, coffee. not anymore. You got to go to Key and Coffee oh. in Costa Mesa oh. on Nineteenth and Irvine, Seventeenth oh, and Irvine. Sorry, that's by the that. way an unsolicited, unpaid. I didn't say if you want no. a cup of Sumatra, nothing. You, you have to go yeah. to Key and Coffee, a good cup of Sumatra. This mm. is perhaps Martin told me the finest Sumatra. He has ever tasted. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll have to give that a try. So and, rush down. And then I'll be up for that, three days because of it, but I'll, that's, I'm that's sure I'll enjoy it. Irvine and 17. All right, that's enough. Seemingly taunting Osama bin Laden, President Bush's Homeland Security advisor, Fran Townsend, said the fugitive al-Qaeda leader is virtually impotent. Ooh, them's fighting words. Yeah. He did? She did. She Fran. Did. Okay. Fran did. Oh, sorry, Fran. The provocative characterization came just days after bin Laden attracted national attention or international attention with the release of a video. I didn't know. how He has an awful lot of videos out there. I wonder if you can get them on Netflix. Maybe. Bin Laden said that events in Iraq had gotten out of control and Bush is like the one who plows and sows the sea. He harvests nothing but failure. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yo, look at low blow. <laughs> Out. Uh, yeah. Uh, hmm. Do you think he's Yo still? Mama. Do you, do you think he, uh, that uh, Bin Laden is still alive? Why the heck should I know? 
I thought maybe another Bin Laden video, one of your which friends was released, might have told you, or you know, one of my friends, yeah, yeah. might have told you about. Whatever. Take out the trash. Take out the trash. Another Bin Laden video released today eulogized Walid Ashashri, Shashri, a Saudi Arabian September 11th hijacker. Now they say that again. Right. I missed another that. another bin Laden a bin Laden video yeah a bin Laden video which yeah. was released today mm-hmm. had bin Laden eulogizing one of the se- September oh, 11 gotcha. hijackers gotcha. who just happened to be you know I I thought well you know they I saw the news story right yeah. I'm thinking who is this guy yeah you know of the what is it 16 of the 19 we we, we we're thought, Saudis we're Saudis yeah. 16 right 16. Seven, 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 whatever. I always thought it was 15. And then last time I said 15, you said, no, it's 16. Yeah, it's 16. Now you won't tell me what it is. It's 16. <laughs> I'm telling you. 15 or 16 of the, of the hijackers were Saudis. Lots of them. Bin Laden is eulogizing a Saudi hijacker. Yeah. Saudi Arabia is our friend. Yeah. Who are we attacking? Why are we getting upset that he's eulogizing a Saudi? Why aren't we getting upset that he's... Why are we? Why are we? They're our friends. It was just one errant Saudi that flew the plane into the uh, World Trade Center. No, it was many of them. Oh, many of them. But what I'm saying is that given the population of Saudi Arabia, it was just one Saudi that bin Laden is eulogizing here. David Brooks compared 9-11 mastermind Osama bin Laden's latest video message to liberal internet sites, yeah, too. Yeah. Did you see that one? Yes, I did. Yeah. Liberal blogs. He you read on. this thing, and it's like he's been sitting around reading lefty blogs. I know. And he's one of those childish people posting rants at the bottom of the page. You know, Noam Chomsky and yeah, all that stuff. So them's fighting words <laughs> now. Now he's... Now That's not he's, fighting words. That just shows the idiocy I know of this person. Absolutely. It's like Stimpy or Ren, I mean. Yeah. No, it, the whole thing. Uh, it, and I, I heard somebody, actually, somebody I don't really. It's like a that. lefty blog, Stimpy. <laughs> <laughs> that I did, somebody I don't agree with, but said that it's like Bin Laden's la- latest tape was written by by the neocon because he he uses all of the See, arguments. Now, but that's your side. I'm not saying that. Being that, David Brooks. No, I'm saying, I'm saying. It, it's. I think it gives credence to the idea that that probably wasn't Bin Laden. Oh, and that this I, a, a vast conspiracy I theory. I think so. Where I think perhaps that David I, Brooks wore a Bin Laden beard. See, I, I just I'm. I don't know what to believe. He's alive or he's not alive. At some point, it won't matter. He's iconic. He's considered. You know, he's sort of the godfather of this. Uh, you know, extremism and. Um, <laughs> And uh, it, it won't matter. In, in some ways, if he was not alive, ladies he, and gentlemen, if he was dead, the Godfather of yeah. extremism. <laughs> yeah. Good God, the hardest working man in terrorism. Yeah, all right, all right. Things are really going off the rails here today. Two former senior CIA officers revealed that on September 18, 2002, CIA Director George Tenet briefed President Bush in the Oval Office on top secret intelligence that Saddam Hussein did not have weapons of mass destruction. Bush dismissed as worthless this information from the Iraqi foreign minister, a member of Saddam's inner circle, although it turned out to be accurate in every detail. Tenet never brought it up again. Because he wanted to keep his job and he wanted that Medal of Freedom. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, what, it you know, part come on, of the what, deal. Yeah, it was part of the deal. We, they were going to do this no matter what. If, if, you know, if, if Saddam Hussein had been caught littering they would have. They would have been. You know, that would have been provocation for war. Littering. Yeah. 
I think they're just anything. There's so many reasons that we wanted to go into Iraq. Do you have a kitty box? Is that what you're saying? Kitty litter. All right. Senior managers for defense contractor KBR. That would be Halliburton subsidiary. Yep. Yep. Kellogg, Braun, and Root overruled calls to halt supply operations in Iraq in the spring of 2004, ordering unarmored trucks into an active combat zone where six civilian drivers died in an ambush. That was just reported. And, you know, the fun thing about all that stuff, the KBRs and the Blackstones and all that, is there's really no law governing them. There's really no court system. There's nothing. There's really no way to hold them accountable or responsible. Isn't that great? It's not international law. It's not U.S. military law. Nothing. Military officials have revealed the Air Force that the Air Force mistakenly flew a B-52 bomber loaded with five nuclear warheads across part of the country last week. Now, this is kind of... you got to ask why. Yeah, it's Because you have to load them into a B-52 before you can fly them. They aren't just sitting around in B-52 bombers. Right. You have to... You, you got to yeah. put them on there, yeah. lock them down, yeah. get everything ready, yeah. and then watch the plane take off. Yeah. So why are we transporting five nuclear warheads across the country? I don't know. I just thought I'd ask. The Justice Department said Internet service providers should be allowed to charge a fee of priority for a priority web traffic. So the Justice Department came against, uh, voted against net neutrality is what we're saying. The principle that all Internet sites should be equally accessible to any web user. Yeah. So we're moving in the direction of uh, having limited access To information that we, we should all have as a thriving democracy. Well, when you put it that way, Mike, it makes me not want to have it. (laughs) A little bit of chic, ironic bitterness there. There you go. In an unexpectedly and extremely weak employment report from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, which, you know, these things usually put me to sleep, but it's worth noting here. The nation's payroll shrunk last month, the first monthly decline since August of 2003. So all this uh, economic decline is finally hitting the job market. It hadn't been, and now it is impacting the job market, which... Or tells that perhaps in the future it will, the job market will shrink yeah. even more I, as a reaction to what's been going on. Yeah, it'll be more reactive in, mm-hmm. in terms of the economics of uh, what's going on. I did read this article, and it did seem to in, it indicated that there's some real nervousness about this particular report because it does indicate that it, is, it was a much more pessimistic report than was yeah. expected. Like the news will finally get to the red states. Yeah, and yeah, it does. What, my job? Yeah, exactly. You can't take away my job. And I don't know, and we're going to have on a few weeks, we're going to have, what's his first name, Frank? Um, Gorshin? No, The Economist. Oh, uh, now you, you, you Reich. Tom, Tom, well, Robert Reich, right. Oh, Frank. Thomas Frank, too. I want to ask him about this. Thomas Frank. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Robert <laughs> whatever. Reich. Whatever. It's Ro- right there in front of you. Man. Robert Reich. But, or, or over there. You got two screens. Anyway, my point is, is that as on. the war does eventually at some point start to draw down, yeah. how will that affect the economy? Because I have got to believe we're spending a half a trillion dollars that some of it has to do with armaments and all that kind of nonsense. So, The White House abandoned an automatic archiving system for its email in 2002 and did not replace it, says a lawsuit filed against the executive office of the president. 
pursued by the National Security Archive, a private group, is the latest effort to find out whether the Bush administration lost millions of electronic messages. Well, of course they did. It's to find out why, not if. Yeah, and the story has really just disappeared, hasn't it? Yeah. The whole hundreds of thousands, millions of emails between Rove and all these other people, they're gone. And nobody, oh well, sorry. What were we to know? The Arctic ice cap has collapsed at an unprecedented unprecedented rate this summer, and levels of sea ice in the region now stand at record lows, scientists announced. Experts say they are stunned by the loss of ice. <sighs> yeah. Scientists have a new suspect for what's been killing billions of honeybees. Yes, okay. Yeah. Well, could, and what would that be, be? Could be a virus, the Israeli acute paralysis virus. I'm surprised it wasn't a Syrian virus, to tell you the truth. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's another reason to attack them. Colony collapse disorder. Yeah. Britain's fertility regulator decided to, in principle, to allow scientists to create human-animal hybrid embryos for research purposes. Uh, you don't like that, huh? Well, I mean, the Human Fertilization and Embryology Authority. Wow, I'd like to be. I'd like to have a badge from that place. Uh, Gave the go-ahead, Joe Friday, from the Human Fertilization and Embryo Authority. (laughs) Just the embryos, ma'am. Gave the the go-ahead to controversial plans to create cytoplasmic embryos, which merge a tiny bit of human DNA with eggs from animals such as cattle or rabbits. (laughs) (laughs) Scientists argue such research could pave the way for therapies for diseases such as Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. Senator Larry Craig filed court documents asking to withdraw his guilty plea in in a sex sting that seems likely to end his career. So he wants to be innocent. At least he wants to plea innocent. (laughs) I love the way you put that. He wants to be innocent. He does. (laughs) Yes, he does. Poor guy. Uh, Did I say I was guilty? Oops. (laughs) Oops. Did I say I was guilty of having sex in a public restroom with a man? Did I say that? I didn't well, he that. never carried it that far. He just did well, he a got arrested. Dance. But yeah, he did the dance. He did the did the thing. Did the mating call. <laughs> he did the the uh, the, <laughs> the flight of the condor right over the top of this guy's <laughs> uh, stall, and uh, there you go. Is that how they do it? Yeah, I guess. Uh, hey, can I bring the? <laughs> I can, they circle overhead. They circle overhead. <laughs> okay, <laughs> go ahead. Judith Miller, remember yeah, Judith, Judith Miller? Miller? I want to bring this one up because Judith this is New just York too Times. good for words. We, Judith Miller. She called herself a reporter. She, she called herself a reporter. She was for a the shill for the neocons in the administration. Has uh, finally accepted a new job. This is the woman who pretty much her reporting was the impetus to send us into the war in Iraq yeah. to give it credibility as Dick Cheney could go on, meet the press and say, well, press reports say that Saddam Hussein has weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. Yeah, she Judith Miller. Huge, huge front page stories on. Huge. Um, yeah. Very significant in the lead up to the war, into the yeah. selling of the war. She yeah. has accepted a position at the conservative think tank, the Manhattan Institute in New York City. Well, there goes their credibility. There, go. yeah, there goes their credibility. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good one. Do you okay. have anything else there, Mike? I had one more on Norman Finkelstein. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah did you see that? Uh huh. He was uh, denied tenure at DePaul and caused quite a stir. Well, Finkelstein is a controversial figure. Yeah. We should explain that he's a. Uh, he he has been a virulent critic of the Israeli government and its policies in Palestine. That's it. And he was denied. He was denied. 
Yeah. Basically, on a campaign that was sort of wedged, uh, wedged, a campaign waged by uh, Alan Dershowitz and others. Yeah, yeah just a, another blow for uh, academic freedom there. Yeah. And finally, George W. Bush was in rare form on his visit to Australia. Did you see any of that? Yes, I saw yeah. that clip. Well, first of all, he confused. APEC with OPEC, yeah, which is an embarrassment. Yeah. Well, You're going from the Mideast to the... Yeah, he's embarrassing. <laughs> ...to Australia somehow. He's embarrassing. Yeah. Let's just put it right there on the table. Then, then he, caught, he was talking to John Howard, the Australian prime minister, and saying that, uh, you know, he thanked him for vi- visiting the Austrian troops there. In, I know, in, I know. In Iraq, Austria, Iraq. Did you see the last part? I'm sure you can mention Well, this. yeah, and finally, upon finishing his speech, the U.S. president took the wrong way off stage. Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.